So it's it's just it's not it's just coming up to nine o'clock in the morning. Oh wait a minute, I didn't do the intro, did I? Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from Sophie Lawson Dot. Crunch. And that crunchy sound means it's time for another walk and talk. But this is episode two zero eight of the Sophie Art Podcast. It's a little podcast I do about the art and things. And today we've come down by the ocean. Well, no, we haven't. We've come down by the river. And you wouldn't believe how still the, the water is. For me, it's perfect. It's beautiful. It's a really nice day as well. So what I'm going to do is, this is going to be more of a... I call these sitting thinks. <laughs> Instead of walking talks, well, I'm going to walk a bit. I feel like I want to start this one again because I've, I'm going a bit rambly. The reason I'm going a bit rambly is because there's quite a lot of people here and I get sort of distracted. But I'll tell you what I love, the sound of water. But there is no sound of the water today because it's so still. But what I'm going to do is... This one here is going to be all about the dream realm. <laughs> so what I've done is I've, I've took some notes. I've got quite a lot of notes for this one. And it, well, you can watch it if you're watching on. Um, you can watch this podcast as a video as well, so you can actually see where I am. I'm down by the River Plym. The other side of Saltron. So let's get into this one then. <laughs> There's no little Dennis today, he's at home. But the topics I've got for this one is... Well, the, the main topic is, what is the dream realm? Listen to this, see if you can hear this. <laughs> that was my apple, that was. That little apple's going to float along the river now. It's weird, isn't it? Like, where would that apple end up? And then a bird might eat that. So that apple's sort of going on an adventure now. <laughs> it's quite cool. So this one, what I'll do is I'll go through my notes. I'll just say everything I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to go back to the beginning and talk about each thing. So the main topic is, what is the dream realm? <laughs> Doggy, hello. dun dun, dun. Doggy down here. And then the other topics is Is the dream realm just a subconscious playground Or does it exist independently of us Or is it both How's about that then <laughs> I've also put Universal laws in the dream realm Which makes me think that It can't just be A creation of the mind If there's universal laws Across all people sort of thing also got meditation, out-of-body experience, the death realm, psychedelic realm, heaven, hell, and the dream realm. Are they all the same thing? Maybe even the physical. Is the physical also the same thing? I want to talk a little bit about dream figures. How some appear to be independently conscious. But then I wonder, do we actually initially create them and then they become 
conscious and I feel like that might be linked to the shadows to our, like our shadow selves and stuff I want to talk about the hag which is one of these like universal creatures or entities that appears in people's dreams there's another one called the hat man as well he's the hat man so I'm going to talk about him as well then I want to talk about does time exist in the dream realm can you experience timelessness also is the waking state a dream realm like a dream within a dream and something I've asked before as well are we already dead is the dream realm the real real and are we in like a a pretend real like as well that would be like a simulation or virtual reality so the the first thing I want to say what is the dream realm so for me I always I always thought there was something special about the dream but it wasn't until I started sort of having well until I started meditating and stuff and what happened was in in the meditations that I was having back in 2013 so I was 33 at that point <laughs> there's loads of doggies down here splish splash dogs love the water but in that meditation I started to realise that the meditation deep meditations are very visual like dreams so I, I started thinking that there's, there's more to the dream realm than meets the eye but the, the thing I, that makes me think about it, think about this is we're all born into this earth and we all of us dream so every night we're dreaming if you think about it we don't really know why we're dreaming or what the dream realm is or anything so it's like like 40, 40% of our life is spent in the dream realm when we don't really know what it is but it makes me think that if we're spending that much time in there it must be important and I don't think it's just it is probably for resting like resting the mind and body but I've got a feeling when you're in the dream realm you are somehow communicating with like other realms and I don't know whether it's that you're going into source reality there's loads of bubbles coming out of the um, water down here must be a little fishy or something that's quite weird I like that I like watching the ripples in the water that's cool so so that's what what is the dream realm but I'm going to answer that at the end as well once I've gone through everything but the first thing I was going to say here is oh this is the other thing there's so many reasons there's so many things that that I feel that I've experienced which makes me think the dream realm is way more than just just a dream as they say for instance it's linked to the physical in a much deeper way and I think it's a two-way thing where things you're doing in the physical are manifesting stuff in the dream realm but also the dream realm can manifest into the physical so somehow I think these these two the physical and the dream are actually communicating with each other and an example is this week I did something a little quite scary for me which was I joined a mastermind group which is where you're 
there's there's about there's eight of us I think it was and it's like we're talking about spiritual things it's actually with the Ascend podcast now it's one of the most beautiful experiences I've had in ages I felt so energized but before it I was I was terrified <laughs> and the thing was something said to me you got to do this but I didn't want to do it but I, I just I did it and then I can tell this is going to be amazing but what happened was basically the two nights since I've done that I've had these dreams where I've had like um entities come into my dreams and they've been doing chanting and stuff so one of them which I'm going to talk about on a future episode I found myself on the sofa sitting next to a, a it was it was a black man with blonde hair but he, he looked very he looked different like he looked unique really cool he was but I couldn't work out if I could trust him or not what he did was he called himself a tower I said I said who are you well what are you and he said he said we're the towers we're the grandfathers and then he got hold of my hand and started chanting I learned a very important lesson about letting go in that dream but what happened was afterwards I went online to look at the word tower because I thought is that's a very strange description of like a human why would somebody call themselves a tower and when you look at the um, spiritual meaning of tower one of them is it says it's a tower is a like a ladder between basically the the earth and heaven so what I was thinking was is this was this entity actually some sort of connection between me and like the heavens or higher realm and the chanting was like taking putting the energy of of the uh, of the heavens let's say or just a, a, a more positive energy into me via my hands so I thought that was amazing and then uh, it goes that dream is very deep because I told my mum about it because my mum was sitting next to me and I actually held her hand as this bloke started putting put chanting in my hands I was holding my mum's hand now my mum's got a bad leg at the minute and when I told my mum about this and then I and then what also see there's loads of synchronicities happening about this because I was reading a lucid dreaming book by Robert Wagner Gateway to the Inner Self which I put down for about a month I hadn't read it for a month I picked it back up and it, it opened up on the chapter of healing and one of them was about chanting and it said that it said that like chanting because I started looking into chanting and chanting is a way to basically transfer energy and you can use chanting for healing so my mum said maybe because I, I said to myself I wonder why mum's here that didn't make sense to me god there's loads of dogs around here there's about 20 dogs <laughs> I love watching dogs running around because they, they look so free when you see dogs playing it's cool I'm much more into cats but dogs dogs running about is cool I think so what was that then? What was it I was talking about? Something, oh yeah, my mum my looked at me and said, hey, maybe the reason I was there is because I'm um, like healing, trying to heal her her bad leg and stuff. So that's when you start thinking there's something way deep going on here. <laughs> so the, the first thing is, is the dream realm just a subconscious playground or does it exist independently of us? Or is it both? I've got a feeling it might be both. 
I've got a feeling that what it is is it is it is an independent it is independently existing from us as like as a human. So say Sophie is independent of Sophie. So Sophie is going into that dream realm. But I think what's happening is we are not actually Sophie. We're not actually a human. What we really are is the thing that's creating this this dream realm. But because we think we are a human, it it is independent of us. But it, it also isn't because we are actually the the thing creating the dream realm. So it's it's sort of both. But I do also think it's a subconscious playground because I think a lot of shadows are are in the dream realm. So a lot of my when I've been in the dream realm, whenever I'm whenever I have a basically you can go into the dream realm and you will start noticing that figures and symbols are representations of your shadows and experiences so if if you especially the ones that keep repeating so if you have like one of mine is i found myself in a public toilet but the door's open and there's people looking in so in that i feel exposed so i feel vulnerable and it's linked to my gender because in the, the toilets are normally based around gender so that says to me that one of my shadows is about still about my gender and I, I know that I've still got unresolved issues about my gender but the beautiful thing with lucid dreaming is you can actually manifest your shadows and interact with them so again this is why lucid dreaming is a perfect example of how the dream realm is both subconsciously created so you are creating bits of it but it's also independent like for instance that dream with that black man I was actually lucid because the, the, those two there was two characters there was two dream figures on the on the sofa one of them wasn't mum at that I think it was I'm not sure but the, what I think that it shapeshifted into mum when I went back because what happened was I became lucid because of the dream figures acting strange so I, I, when I wrote that in my dream diary, I, I sort of questioned: Were they actually, were they actually, purposely trying to make me become lucid? So that would say that they are. You could look at that and say they're actually, consciously, unique. In other words, they're not. They're not it's not you. But also the fact that the the bloke said the word tower. See, I would never describe somebody as tower. I don't think I've ever used that word or even really seen it. The only the only thing I thought was the Tower of Babel. So again, why would the word tower be used? And it's things like that where you realise that the something else is creating stuff in the dream. But but when you become lucid, you are both you are both in the dream realm that is being created for you. But you can also like create things inside of it, so you're sort of doing both, which I think is brilliant. That's why I love lucid dreaming. So my main thing from that is I think it's actually both. What I'm noticing is each of these little topics could be its own podcast, really. <laughs> the next thing I've put is universal laws in the dream realm. So what is the dream realm? One of the reasons I think it's it's an actual. I was going to say physical place is because there's there's universal laws one of them is light switches there's something about light switches and electricity 
in the dream realm that doesn't behave pro- well. I was going to say properly, but it doesn't behave the same. It's and and so what? Because what happens is if you, if you turn the light switch on or off in a dream, the lights normally won't work. They won't. So if you turn the light on, it won't come on, which is how you can make yourself realise you're dreaming. So what I'm thinking about that is, so that happens for everyone. So, so how can it be that everybody, without realising it, if they put a light switch on or off, it's not going to work? That says to me that the dream realm must be independent. It must be independently existing without us, or we're all the same being. So it might be that like humans are a fractal of a higher being and it's the higher being who is making the lights not work and it's just that's like seeping down into everyone else but there's so many other examples I've had of feeling like the dream realm is actually existing like for instance I could have a dream say five years ago of a location and I'll have a dream like say next week I'll have a dream and I'll go back to that location and I'll know the location as if I've walked around it. It's almost like some locations in the dream realm you can actually map as if they're like, they're real places. And then the other thing I've put here is the hag and the hat man. (laughs) The hat man. So you've got like universal things existing within the dream realm. So one of them is the hag which if you have sleep paralysis you very often see this like old lady called the hag I've, I've never actually seen her in a what's it called um, sleep paralysis state but I have experienced well I've experienced creatures sitting on me during a sleep paralysis I've also experienced I remember once I saw something with red eyes. But the hag seems to be a, a common occurrence, as does the hat man. Now, I've got, a, I've got an example of this. One time when I was... <laughs> this one time at band camp... No, this one time I was waking up and you have... Um, you can have hypnagogic imagery, which is where you are... You're sort of waking up and you're seeing visuals flashing before your eyes. Normally... it's normally for me black and white symbols and things but I remember one time I saw a bloke with a hat on that's when I got my first I first started looking into the hat man so what's weird is I've never told I never told my mum about that and then probably two three months ago because I always asked my mum if, if she had any dreams if she remembers any dreams and she said I had this weird one last night about this hat man about this, well, she said this, about this bloke with a with like a, a a hat on, but he was all black. She said. When well, I said, and I, after she explained the dream, I said, "Ah, oh, you've had an experience of the Hat Man, eh?" And I, she said, "What's that?" So we went online and looked into the Hat Man, and again, I thought to myself, like, how can my mum have an experience of the Hat Man, which is another universal dream figure that appears. And, then, and, and yet she never knew about him. So I'll get into this a bit later on. But I'm wondering whether these, like the hat man and, and uh, the hag, I wonder if they are, they are now independent creatures walking the dream realm 
who initially started out as subconscious shadows of maybe like an earlier human or or a human race created these things and then they're they're actually now what like what there is actually um, evidence of this Anthony Peake I can't remember what they're called totems or something I can't remember what they are what he called it I'm sure they're totems or something but what they are is there's there's examples of groups of people who will manifest like an entity like a spirit to talk to and then what happens is the the spirit takes on so much energy and power that it actually becomes independent of the group and at that point it's now become its own entity now this also goes into something that dan housen's been talking about on the ascend podcast which is spirit possession so there's these spirits which are are like um attaching onto us and trying to bring us down to a lower vibration but basically they are for me i feel like they're linked with the shadows your i feel like the shadows are these sort of spirits it gets it's very that one is very i find it very interesting but that's but that's what i could go into that one a lot more i think but the next thing i've put was meditation out-of-body experience dream realm psychedelic realm heaven hell and the dream realm are they all the same and maybe even the physical is it that everything is actually just mind creation but we don't realize that because we're inside of the the physical which we think is the real but really they're all the same thing they're just different interpretations of the same thing the only reason i think about that is if you go into a deep meditation or if you go into a med i've had one experience with psychedelics and it felt very much like me to me like a meditation like a deep meditation it had the same sort of vibes to it and then you've also got lucid dreaming and out-of-body experiences they have the same again like it's the same feelings of of the um meditation of and then the dream realm has the same as well especially when you become lucid and then the other thing that's weird is if you get quite deep into this you start having synchronicities inside of the, the physical things will happen which well like the other day this is quite a weird one I, was, I did a meditation just before I did the um what's it called mastermind group because I was, I was there was a lot of um anxiety and fear inside and I had this incredibly deep meditation where I felt the marshmallow <laughs> I call it the marshmallow fuzzies what it is is you in, you can you, I, you can't explain it really but it feels like your body is made of marshmallows especially your hands but it feels like your hands are about 50 feet wide uh, it's the strangest experience and I to me the only way I can explain it is it feels as if you're made of marshmallows and there's like a fuzziness to it it's a it for me it's the um it also goes hand in hand with the the feeling of expansion the oneness so I've got a feeling that's like the deep truth but what happened was at the end of that meditation Dr Joe Dispenza he said um he said show me a sign that I've connected basically what you do is you say you ask the universe for a sign that 
that, that the universe is listening sort of thing so you come out of the meditation just before I went into the mastermind group I went into the toilet I was actually flush what is it, what's it called flossing my teeth <laughs> back and forth and the light switch started flickering on and off in sync with my flossing all of a sudden the light went off and popped back on now it turns out that the light bulb had had basically had blown basically but the thing is yeah on one way okay it's the light bulb that's blown and it's a coincidence but for me that isn't and again it's it's to do with electricity like the the dream realm it's electricity in the dream realm where you can realize you're dreaming so what i'm wondering is what if the spirits can actually communicate via electricity the other thing that's weird this is quite weird as well in the morning that morning I was because I'm a cleaner I was hoovering up the the shop that I clean and what happened was I got an electric shock from the um what are they called like the security gates by the front door <laughs> and and what I did was I put my hand next I felt it and I thought did I feel that I put my hand there and I saw an electric bolt come out of the um like the security thing into my arm and again you can look at that as a coincidence but for me that was some sort of sign because there was a lot of energy that day but again the thing with these is it's your own personal experience somebody somebody like might hear this and just think there's there's nothing but that's just a um coincidence or something but when you experience it especially when you have multiple things in the same day it's then that you start realizing that there's something deep going on inside of the physical it's not just the dream realm i've got a feeling you can actually manipulate the physical as well but my my biggest sort of um fascination is is it possible to get to a, a state of mind where you could for instance start let's say levitating rocks or like um you know parting the seas or something or like or like walking across water now I, I I don't know about that. Like the mind, part of you thinks that's impossible, but I've I've got a feeling it's not. But I think I don't know that I've I've just got a feeling that it could actually be possible to start actually manipulating this physical realm like a dream realm. And again, there's there's loads of examples, like subtle things where you sort of think to yourself, I'm inside of a dream realm here, this physical thing. <laughs> the other thing I've got is dream dream figures. So some appear to be independently conscious, but I've put. But do we initially create them? Like, have I, as am I, as say Sophie, am I creating my own personal shadows, which are then appearing in the dream realm? And maybe if I've suppressed one of my shadows so much, what's happened is it actually taken on its own life and become independent so at that point it's it's still sort of part of you but it's now independently of you and then at that point if the dream realm is a physical place where we are all sort of going in and out of at night time if i've created a shadow which i haven't i haven't sort of resolved and i've suppressed it so much it's become an entity inside of the dream realm what i'm thinking is maybe all these entities that are inside of the dream realm that we're interacting with, what if they are other people's 
suppressed shadows that have become so sort of um, energised by being suppressed that they've become they've actually become independent so they are now what happens now is they can start becoming shadows of other people and you start wondering is this is it possible that the dream realm is where we could actually be getting attached with we could be getting spirits attaching to us inside of the dream realm but it also goes the other way where you could have higher beings who are able to sort of heal us in the dream realm as well so again these these there's no reason why these higher beings couldn't be sort of positive shadow aspects of ourselves so we've got we've got like negative shadows you could also be creating positive healing like entities of yourself as well so imagine that if like for instance somebody like muji who i feel is like one of the most sort of awakened people on the earth he's like amazing what if he's actually created a load of beautiful positive shadows i don't know what would you call them you could call them angels i suppose maybe what if it's like if you become enlightened on the earth you can actually populate the dream realm with positive positive entities which can then go into other people's dreams to raise their vibrations so at that point at that point you could get to a point where if everyone becomes if everyone works on their shadows and overcomes all their shadows the dream realm could end up becoming like a well it could be full of like beautiful positive beings at which point the the physical realm would do the same thing so i'm wondering whether it's in some strange way it's entangled in other words if the physical realm ends up becoming 100% positive the dream realm naturally has to but also if the dream realm becomes 100% positive also the the physical has to become 100% positive as well I feel like there's some swans on the other side of the water but I can't I'm sure there's some swans the thing with swans is they're massive so you get like uh, is it yay I don't know if it, yeah, there's swans. Swans are, are massive, they are. They're quite. I asked my mum the other day, can swans swim? I'm not sure about that. No, not swim, um, fly. I wonder whether swans can fly. So, what have I put here? So, that's it. But the other thing I'm wondering is, are some of these um, dream figures like the positive and the negative ones, are they actually... Is it possible that an entire human race, if they got together and put all their energy into creating an entity, do you think it's possible they could actually manifest like a super being into the dream realm? So, for instance, like the Mayans, they appear to have just vanished off the, off the face of the earth. But before that, they looked to be quite sort of... Um, higher beings like they seem to be connecting with something and they they certainly had a connection to the universe time the planets and everything and the dream realm as well because a lot of them had um what were they called dream oh they were dream dream something or others like dream ink oh i can't remember the name of it the, the egyptians had it as well 
like dream I can't remember but they were basically like churches you would go into and practice dreaming and like have deep dreams in there but so what I'm wondering is whether perhaps they became so enlightened they just turned into like spirits basically and vanished off the earth but before they did that what if they had a super meditation and left behind in the dream realm these like higher beings so that they could help future civilizations or something and then also you can look at it and say like at the moment the powers that be which for me they definitely seem to be more like the controlling ones they seem to be more negative based what if they've actually all got together and there is there is evidence of this where for instance they all get together at antarctica and there's that place called bohemian grave or something where they do like rituals like which sounds madness what if they are actually trying to create negative entities like massive negative entities which would which would go into the dream realm and that increases the possibility of people when they're asleep interacting with negative energies and potentially like getting um, negative spirits attaching to them so this this goes quite deep for me that does I'll put it here, maybe the hag was a collective shadow created by early humans and so much energy went into her, she became real to walk the sleep paralysis state. That's what I'm thinking. Just something to think about, I suppose. The other thing I've put here is, does time exist in the dream realm? Now, this is a weird one. I had one the other day. You have a dream which will last like an hour or something, but it feels as if days have passed. And like, for instance, you'll have a dream and you'll you'll do something, or let's say, well, like today, I, last night I had a dream where just before I woke up, I was about to climb into this tiny little hole, which I had covered up with like brambles and stuff. And all the brambles, the brambles and whatnot, and leaves, I'd actually, I said, I, in the dream, I said, ah, I remember putting these there the other day. <laughs> now, I don't know whether I had a dream a few days ago and done that, or whether the dream lasted a few days and like I, I did it in that same dream, or whether what's happened is you go into the dream realm and take over the body of a, a dream figure, which doesn't realise it's a dream figure, it thinks it's real. So the dream figure actually put those there, but you don't realise that you're not. You don't. Re- you don't realise that you're. You're actually not the dream figure, all the time or something. That's a bit weird. But the the main thing is, I've had so many experiences where time is very strange in the dream realm. And another one is, I remember once I had this dream where it's something to do with a fire station, like the and the whole dream took ages and ages and ages like like it was like a whole day was playing out in this dream and the whole dream was set up for this one experience at the end where I was in the fire station and the bell started ringing and I just as I was going down the um, fireman's pole but what happened was at that precise moment my alarm went off but the thing was it, it was in such perfect sync as if the whole dream knew it's as if the whole dream 
was created in one split second. So it's almost as if the alarm went off to wake me up and somehow I, had, I, I experienced an entire day's worth of dreams in a split second. And it was all sort of as if somebody wrote the story with the end in mind of the bell going off. But the timing of it was so perfect that when I woke up, I thought, how did that happen? So, But the other thing I've thought is, can you experience timelessness? So if you, I've, I've never done this yet, but if you went into a lucid dream and said, I want to experience timelessness, what happens then? Because if, if you can experience timelessness, is it possible you could you could actually stay there forever inside of the dream because if you take time away from the dream then see you would you would that's i love thinking about time because it's very hard it's very hard because what happens is you have a split second where you sort of understand it as soon as you think you've understood it you try to sort of understand it and you realize you can't well some sort of strange thing happens. There's some black swans around here as well, diving in and out of the ocean. <laughs> so that's another thing. But I think that one is that would need a whole podcast. I think t- to talk about timelessness. I've put is the waking state a dream realm, dream within a dream. And if you start thinking about that, you can go deep with that because you start wondering: is the dream, is the physical a dream? for like a higher being and is that higher being having a dream of a higher higher being and then is that higher higher being having a dream <laughs> and it, you see how it goes on forever and then if it actually loops in on itself whereby because imagine if you go to sleep and you dream you you dream you have a you have a dream that you're a higher being having a dream you, it's not impossible you could get to a point where it's a loop so what happens is you've got a higher being, you are you are both the higher being dreaming, but you also you are also the the dreamer of the higher being. Can you see how that's weird? Because it's impossible, but it it could be possible. And I've I've had many experiences and I think false awakenings are linked to this. A false awakening is where you wake up, you think you're awake, you're actually still asleep. But it feels super real. So what? What the thing with that is, you, you if you have a false awakening, and you realize you suddenly realize that you're dreaming, but you didn't realize it. It makes you wonder whether you're dreaming now, and you just haven't realized it. <laughs> Again, nothing. Nothing seems impossible for me anymore. That's what I'm thinking. And then the last one: Are we already dead? Is the dream realm the real real? This sort of goes into the thing before. What if the what if the dream realm is where you are dreaming? So that's where you're real. So this is the dream. So, but so in a so death. Again, even I didn't put that there either, did I? The death realm. Yeah, the the death realm is the same thing. What if the death realm is nothing but a dream? Like, what if the death realm is just a dream for us? And then when you're in the death realm, if you had a dream inside of the death realm, like, the, the beings inside of the dream, the death realm might call, might call dreaming 
something out. Like they might say, like when we die, we think we're dead. What if when somebody in the death realm dies, they also think they're dead? So in other words, we think we're dead, but really we're just dreaming. So we wake up from the dream into the death realm where we, we think we're dead. So if we die in, if we died inside of the the death realm because you wouldn't re- you might not realize you're dead so you could actually die inside of the dream realm and if you died inside of that you could actually come back into this physical <laughs> because it could be that they're both the same thing in other words it's like some sort of um loop you're in the, you're in the phys- you're in the waking state you're alive you die and you've died but you don't realize you died because you think you're still awake you think you're still alive so in, when you're when you're dead because you think you're still alive you can actually die again at which point you could be that could be you being reborn as an as a baby so to go through the whole thing again which is the same as these false awakenings you wake up you think you're awake you realize you're still dreaming so I feel like maybe what we've got to do is we've got to interrupt the the cycle of this death and rebirth sort of thing. So somehow you've got to somehow I think what it is is when you when you're dead when you're dying you've got to somehow remain lucid as you're dying so you can remember you're dead when you're dead. So that then you're not gonna you're not gonna basically you're either not going to go into the death realm, which is another dream state, or what's going to happen is you will... I was going to say you'd be in the death realm and you wouldn't have to wake up from it. I don't know. The question there is, is there a, is there a state between life and death? Maybe that's the, the dream realm. Weird. All I know is I'm convinced that the dream realm is super important and I feel like there's something in there we haven't worked out yet and and I wouldn't I wouldn't be at all surprised if once we worked it out we would sort of pop out of existence. Something like that. Which goes into another thing where I think we are all independently existing. So, so in other words, if you did suddenly wake up and realise this was a dream... You could pop out of existence without um, upsetting anyone else's reality because we're all independent. And then you would you wonder, well, why is Muji, for instance, still here? What if Muji is a like one of these um, angels from a from something else that has has dreamed and put Muji into this? See what I'm saying? This is deep. This is. What if Muji is a an angel from a a dream a a verse? See, it's hard to explain this one. It's it's layered. In other words, what if there is a layer below us where we where or above us maybe? In other words, something there's a layer below us, and one of the one of the one of the entities inside of that which you would call, let's say, call a human, one of the humans worked out that it was dreaming. What it did was, what I was talking about before, what if you could leave behind 
before you pop out of existence, what if you could leave behind inside of the dream realm these angels to help people wake up inside of the dream? Well, what if that's we are inside of a dream right now? Muji is one of these angels that's been left behind to wake people up. That's cool, isn't it? See, I think that's brilliant. And then another thing, for instance, the negative people and the, the negative humans are like um, all they are is they are, all they would be is just a uh, um, what do you call it? Oh, they would just be a shadow, a collective shadow that has been created and left behind inside of it. So in other words, it goes back to that thing I've always said. I've got a feeling this is all about balancing opposites. It's about it's about positive and negative energies interacting with each other. And and it feels to me like we are we are right in the center and our purpose is to is to bring balance to opposites, entangled opposites. So in a weird way, this entire universe, all the people in this in this existence they're here just for us to work out that we're dreaming <laughs> and wake up because again if we do that you can leave you could leave behind your own personal muji for others to wake up as well and then what would happen is it's almost like you're going backwards through the layers to return to source and i wonder how deep has the creator the source the god how deep has that gone into the dream realm? Is it possible that God, for instance, has has got into, like, um, let's say, 50 levels of dreaming? So, in other words, if we wake up out of this and realise, like, we are God, we're only going to realise we are a sub-God. So we would then become, like, a, a, a sub-God, but we would have to then go through the same process as a higher being to realise that we are... We are just a creation of a higher being. And it goes on like that forever until you become the original creator, the original God, the source. But also, if it goes the other way, if you get taken in by these shadows, you you could end up going deeper into another dream. Which I think that's what the dream, the death realm is. The death realm might be slipping into another dream. Like going deeper into another another layer of dreaming so the thing is can you in a weird way it's like a it's like a game can you can you escape from the the game of dreaming to truly wake up this is cool i think that would be brilliant oh i'll tell you what's amazing there's all these little um the sun is shining off i hope you can see it on the video if you're watching on the video the sun is shining off the ocean, off the river, and it's creating these little sparkling things. It looks like um, little stars in the sky, twinkling. I think that's brilliant. And again, like you look up at the stars at night. What if each of those stars is a um, is a creature? Like, what if, for instance, there's somebody out there looking up at the sky? And they see they see us as a star. So in other words, what if we are all a star shining in the sky for other creatures? That would be amazing, wouldn't it? We're like little stars. And again, if we're all independently existing in our own universes, what if when we're looking up at the sky, all the stars that we're seeing, like 
they might be our friends or something. So, like, I might, I might look up at the sky and see a star at night sparkling away. Who used to say that couldn't be my mum? Like, that's my mum. That's my mum's universe where she's going through all of her experiences. <laughs> and then if my mum, if my mum looked up into the sky, she would see me as a star. And maybe when a star, like, explodes... That's amazing, isn't it? That'd be, I think that'd be brilliant. So again, what that says is we're, we're all inside of, like, the um, the universe would be the, the God. All the little stars would be versions of itself, which is put into self-contained stars, which are universes, to experience all these different things. Because then what happens then is... Uh, it's also to do with black holes, I think, because I, I wonder whether black holes are, like, the inverse of a star. So the star is, like, a, a, that would be, like, us existing. But the black hole would be, like, the shadow. That would be, like, a, a dream realm. I've got a feeling black holes are some sort of wormhole. Something like that, I wonder. <laughs> but, so, here we go, look. The, the question was... What is the dream realm? And I think the, the main thing is it's, it's super complicated, super fascinating though. That's what I love about it. I find the whole thing fascinating. And I've put here, the more you explore the dream realm, the more you sense it's not just your imagination. The more you explore the dream realm, the more it feels important to understanding life. That's what I've put. Like I said, the, the longer... The, the longer I'm in the dream realm, the more experiences I, I have in it, the more you see how it can actually improve your waking state as well. And it's, it, and it's then when you see this interconnecting, interconnectedness of the two. But the other thing is, you have to sort of um, prove yourself in the physical sometimes to make progress in the dream realm, which I find that amazing. Because it, what, it, what, it, what it is is, because we think the physical is real... Because that's where, in the dream realm, if you become lucid, you know you're dreaming. So you can sort of do things that are scary, because you sort of know it's not real. Even though I think it is real, which is like a paradox thing. But the thing is, if you really, if you, if you believe that this physical, physical reality is real, and you haven't worked out it's a dream, to do scary things inside of this is way more scary because you think it's real whereas if we can work out it's a dream you become basically invincible and fearless because you can do anything then because then the, the physical becomes like a dream which is why I, I think you would then move up a level in, I feel like you would move up a level because at that point and this is also why I think why I think for instance you could start levitating rocks and things because we're all inside of our own universe. So we're all inside of our own dreams. So if I started levitating rocks, it wouldn't affect anyone else because they, their belief would say that they, you can't levitate rocks. I've experienced that in the dreams as well. You're in a dream and you're, you're say to like dream figures, do you know we're dreaming? And, and they look at you like you're crazy because they, they, they so believe that they're inside of... I've got a feeling some dream figures actually believe they are inside of the real world. 
They don't realise they're in a dream. So what's to say that that's, that's like what's happening with us? That's the thing. But I, I love the dream realm. I find it amazing. And it's um, it's like, a, for me, it's, it's a gift that keeps on giving. It's amazing how it's, it's never-ending. But it's, it's like, well, I've said this before, like knowledge is some sort of fractal thing. The more you sort of, the more you understand, the less you know, which is another sort of paradox. It's quite weird, though. I hope you enjoyed that, though. That was this week's little podcast. It, it, was, it was a walk and talk down by the river. I hope you enjoyed it. So I've got, I've got two little inspirational quotes. The first one is something I was going to use from a lucid dreaming book called Lucid Dreaming, Plain and Simple by Robert Wagner and Carolyn McCready. But I actually found a much better quote inside of that book right after I wrote this down. It's a quote by Carl Jung. But I'll read the first one first. So the first one is, Dreaming and lucid dreaming allow you to explore the inner dimensions of awareness to gain new insights on waking perception and the nature of experience. So that was Robert Wagner and Carolyn McCready. What I liked about that was it's, it's saying how by exploring the inner dimensions, you're getting new insights on the waking perception and the nature of experience. In other words, it's that strange thing where to understand the outside world, you have to go inside yourself. Which is weird, isn't it? But listen to this for a quote. This is from Carl Jung. This is this week's inspirational quote. Look, look, this is the same sort of thing. Who looks outside dreams? Who looks, who looks inside wakes? Now, this is what I love. It's, it's, been, it's a flip reversal. <laughs> it's that thing whereby... If you look at if you really pay attention to what's going on in the world, you realize everything inside of this waking state is actually inverted. So the the powers that be have inverted everything. So they make things that look negative positive. So they get people doing things which they think is positive, it's actually negative. So everything's been inverted. So this quote is saying that the dream is the same. So if you're only looking outside, and not paying any attention to your dreams, to inside yourself. It's not just the dreams, though. It's your meditation, like even like exploring psychedelics and stuff. If you're in, if you're going inside and exploring the inner, you understand the outer. But but what he's saying is, if you don't go inside and explore, you're going to be, you'll be yes, you'll be inside the physical, but you're going to be asleep. You're going to be dreaming. You can only truly wake up when you start exploring your inner. But it seems like a sort of... That seems like um, back to front. Because you would think the best way to understand the outside is to spend all your time in the outside. So this week's inspirational quote. I'm so happy as well that the weather's getting nice again. Because it's, it's amazing how... It's amazing how the weather does have an impact on your... I know it shouldn't, but the weather does have an impact on your, your mood. And like I said, I know, it, I know it shouldn't, 
but again this sort of almost shows how we are we are sort of interconnected with the with like the seasons and everything so this week's inspirational quote who looks outside dreams who looks inside wakes Carl Young struggles of life isn't it? <laughs> there's a bloke that on he's, he's got like a little he's standing on like a surfboard thing and you're watching him sort of pushing against the um, you see it with birds a lot as well like when it's really windy the birds you see them struggling against the wind because they're going in the opposite direction as soon as they just let go let the wind take them they, they, they zoom they go zooming so you actually go faster, and I would say you make more progress when you let go and stop, stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> 